0: Thank you for joining us today. My name is Maccabee Griffin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Beyond the Pen, where we take the well-known adage, read between the lines to a whole new level and beyond. Each week, we sit down with a new author to not only discuss one of their books, but also learn the story behind the story. Okay, Marcella, I've got a uh, a statement for, for you. A wise man once said, the fool doth think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. And that was by William Shakespeare from As You Like It, one of his plays in about 1599. And another one that says, count your age by friends, not years. Count your life by smiles, not tears. And that one was in your era a little bit uh, with uh, John Lennon what is just because he stated no he stated this in the 70s and you were still young okay so calm down
1: very young anyways
0: (laughs) well the reason why i started off with these was for two reasons one Many people think themselves being wise, and yet they seem to be doing the same thing over and over again. And we both know this is not wisdom. This is merely just insanity.
1: Yes, Um, that's madness. Mm -hmm.
0: And this leads us also to our conversation today. The truth comes into our lives in many ways, and we can take it and apply it to our lives, or we can ignore it altogether, which many people do. Now, we've both seen this in our own personal lives with people around us. So today's author took all those things and he made a book out of it. But it's not just a book of quotes because there's tons of them out there and everybody can find them. They're literally everywhere. But he took this and decided to add a spin to it. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And it's really good, actually. So. His book is called Quotes by People Wiser Than Me, which even tells you how much, in Shakespeare's words, he's a fool because he knows he can still learn from others around him. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you the Shepherd of Fools himself, Mr. Zachary Grant. <laughs> Zachary, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Zachary.
2: How you doing, guys? Uh, good morning. Good to have a... Uh... Good to be on the show. I'm excited. Well,
0: we are happy that you're here. So could you briefly just tell us a bit about yourself and maybe even something that no one can find out about you that you'd like to share with us? Just to make it a little bit more oh, personal.
2: I, be, um, I am. Um, well, I'm obviously the author of this book, <laughs> but um, that helps. I'm a martial artist as well. Uh, i been doing martial arts for uh, about 18 years now. Uh, started in, uh, I believe, 2004, roughly. Uh, I live in uh, Houston, Texas, at the moment, uh, but I was born and raised in Louisiana, so I'm uh, definitely spent most of my life down south. Love the people, love the food, and uh, it's been a it's been a really good experience. You know, just riding and teaching the martial arts throughout the years, they kind of go hand in hand with me. And uh, it's really helped me grow into the person I want to be and and help the people that I want to help, you know. So uh, I'm also a personal trainer, personal trainer certified. So um, I do love getting people fit mentally and physically. One thing that most people don't know about me? I'm afraid of the ocean. (laughs) That's about it. Wait, say that again.
0: (laughs) I'm afraid of the ocean. Okay, hey, everybody has
1: something? No, it's just so weird because I am too.
2: Really? are you? I'm
1: the daughter of a fisherman and I can't stand the water. I, I, I literally get anxiety going near it. I've, wow. I've lived
2: by the coast my entire life been you know lived, lived on boats with my parents. My parents had boats growing up, so I was always on the water you know and I would I'd swim in the water, but I'd, I'd never get to the point where you know you get kind of dip down low where your feet start getting kind of cold and You can feel no. that depth, and it's like
1: I'm done. I can't do it. <laughs> no, I don't know anybody else who feels like that. Thank you for validating me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she needs no. a lot
0: of validation too. Sometimes, it's good,
1: yeah. it's a good feeling. Oh my god, yeah. really? I'm hard.
0: sorry. I'm I'm making up time. Okay, it's been a, yeah. we've been a we haven't talked a lot this week, so I gotta make up.
1: We can make anyway. up another two weeks if you'd like.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that's fine with me. I don't care. Yeah. No. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that because, you know, it's probably explains a few things about you in general, Mm -hmm. which is good because, again, it makes us feel a little bit more personal. And thank you for sharing that because not a lot of people would say that. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's go ahead and talk about your book. Again, very cool book. And one of the quotes that you have in your book is by, I believe it's author David Campbell, that goes, discipline is remembering what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, yeah. I'm just using this as an example of what you'll find in the book, but it was how you formatted this and many others uh, like this mm. that I found interesting. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't just a book of quotes, it's a map for life and how to make it better. Now, can you explain why you wrote it the way you did and the format that you did?
2: Well, I mean, I grew up with uh, my kind of my dad always uh, telling me. You can have the best intentions, but nothing will ever come of it it without action. And I feel like when you read something, you're reading whoever wrote its intention. And you can take that to um, whatever heights you want, right? You can absorb that in any way you want, but that's kind of meaningless unless unless you learn to apply it to better yourself in the present moment. You know, you read a quote about being clean. So you go clean your room. You read a quote about taking some time for yourself during the day. So you go maybe watch a movie or you go take a walk outside or, you know, just certain things, little, little things like that, that you can apply daily is what's going to make up for the uh, in the long run. But to your point, uh, you're asking why I structured the way I structured it. It's to one, be relatable. You know, uh, I, I try to be relatable when, when when I write the my application. Right. Because it goes meaning application, how the, the person reading it can apply it in their life and then how I've applied it in my life You know, for, for each quote. And then I give readers thoughts section where they can write out what they think about the quote or how they can apply it. And I think that's a very uh, organized way of maybe absorbing information or new information or new ideas. So you can really just kind of be like, you know. What does this mean to me? Why am I even reading this? You know, how does this make me feel? And I think if people look more inward than uh, reacting outward, they can have a lot more progress with themselves and and become happier people. So that's the reason why I wrote it the way I did. You know,
0: I think that's really cool because it does make it a lot easier to, when you are reading it, to know that that's exactly why. One of the things in your book I found interesting was not only the quotes from you know famous people, philosophers, writers, but many of them you quoted yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, what was the inspiration for many of them, and what drew you to add them to your
2: book? It's and you know it's funny you say that because that that's like the biggest thing everyone kind of notes on is like why do you, if it's if it's closer people wiser than me why do you have like thirty forty quotes of yourself and I'm like well it's it was my first book, and I would just, it was one of those things where I was you know, in the moment, so inspired and wanted to help people. And one thing I thought of is uh, I wanted to leave a legacy, I, I guess. I just, I guess I wanted to be remembered for something. And even though I was already a successful martial artist and had inspired people through self defense and self development, you know, I, I felt like I could do more. And I guess in the moment, I had all these quotes that I had come up with just through journaling over the years. And I just want to leave a legacy. So when people, you know, look back, they can, you know, almost be, they can put a person to the quote and be like, wow, that helped me. You know, wow. That author really helped me. And I appreciate him for writing that. And I just, you know, some days I I'll, I'll, I'll like to be that person that that people can look upon and be like, you know, I kind of want to be like that, or I want to learn from, from 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 that piece of information. That piece of information from that person helped me a lot. Some of the people that I quote in the book, I've researched and followed. Jay uh, Jay Shetty, uh, super cool guy, awesome guy. I don't know if you guys know who he is.
1: Absolutely,
2: uh, I do. Yeah. Oh Mac, he, he's a he, he's he's a monk. Went out into the world and then preached his teachings to the world and helped a lot of people. And so I I, I took one of his quotes and. Put in there, and but that's the idea: is to is to look upon uh, a quote and realize that person helped me during this time in my life, and I'm appreciative of that.
1: I find that really impressive that you're quoting Jay Shetty because he's he's someone that I look to, also, yeah, when I need to be uplifted, as well as I'm not sure if you know Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret, and Rhonda Byrne wrote the Secret, the book The Secret, she took quotes and meanings from another person who wrote a book of quotes and this is what this reminds me of you reminds me of charles honnell do you know the name
2: charles Honnell.
1: charles honnell it does ring a bell yeah and yeah so charles honnell wrote the master key system and it's a book of quotes on how to navigate life mm-hmm. um so i'm i and i tell everybody this and don't be offended i haven't read your book that's that's max job
2: <laughs> that's fine
1: that's Max's job. Uh, more, I'm more yep. interested in you Yeah. and w- your quotes, um, mm-hmm. because you said you quoted yourself. And, you know, I, I look at the other books and, and uh, like I said, Rhonda Byrne, she'll, she will quote Charles Honnold quite a bit and other people like Marcy Sharmoff, yeah. Bob Proctor. And I wonder which one of them mm-hmm. is your favorite? You just mentioned Jay Shetty, but who, which one is your favorite person that you have quoted in your book?
2: Uh, Socrates. I, uh, a big inspiration was Socrates, mainly because before writing this book, I took a philosophy class, an ethics class, and a uh, logic class in college. And um, I had a professor that was a great, great teacher, and he, and he, and he preached the, the teachings of Socrates in all three classes all, the entire semester. And I read up on articles he, he you know, Socrates had written, you know, books he had written. His students, uh, you, know, you know, Plato, and uh, I was just kind of inspired ab- about the way they thought, and that kind of way of thinking inspired me to think that way, and expanded my my way of being. So, I mean, he was he was kind of the father of, of thought, right? And we you know, we know him as just some guy that asked a bunch of questions and got annoying, and he died or they killed him. But he was the person that, that really questioned himself more than anything. And it made him question other people and, and, and expanded his knowledge on the world. And that's how he gained wisdom. And that's what inspired the whole you know, theme behind my book was, you know, I want you to question these quotes. I want you to question yourself. And I want you to find new things about yourself you didn't know. We're all about self-discovery. And we discover new things about, about ourselves every day. and You know, I think the best way of, of, of creating happiness is, is never stop discovering new things about yourself. Socrates was definitely a person that loved discovering new things about other people. And so that's why that's my, that's my inspiration. That's kind of why he's my favorite guy that I've quoted.
0: And, you know, I think that's really cool because there's not outside of academia, um, there's not many people who actually uh, really quote Socrates or any of the you know the great thinkers of ancient times yeah and you know there there was something that you said that I really thought was interesting was get interested in other people's interests in order yeah. to understand yourself better mm-hmm. and the The meaning that you have and i'm I'm reading this directly from the book, ladies and gentlemen says through life, you should always take time to really learn and understand the friends or family you tend to hang around and spend time with. The more you learn from someone else and the way they live their life, the more you tend to come to a better understanding of your own unique place in the world, how to better yourself in your own life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: My thing when I was looking at that, I was like, man, that is really great thinking on it. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their own way of thinking. And that's the reason why you said at the end of each quote, you have a spot specifically for that a uh, reader to put that in there. Yeah. My thought was on that is like, what inspired you to actually
2: do that yourself? Um, Reflection and, and time. You know, we all have the same amount of time in the day. And mm-hmm. uh, what we choose to do at that time is very important to us. And, you know, to not take time to reflect on yourself, I think is some of that time is wasted. We're all so Busy with so many things and just always going from point A to point B, you know, that sometimes some people forget the beauty is in the uh, the journey, not the destination. Right. And that's what you're doing when you reflect and you write, you know, in this book or just anywhere is you're taking time to appreciate what you have, where you are and what you're learning. So you can um, maybe make that phone call to your to your mom or dad. Make that phone call to your aunt or the person that you haven't talked to in a while and just make that connection. You know, those moments are what we really live for. And some people don't realize that something like this is, is, is very, very cool. I couldn't do this 10, 20 years ago, you know, but but talking with you and, and talking about, you know, the importance of this book and how we can help people is very important, very important to me.
1: I know that you teach karate to mm-hmm. um, all ages. We talked about this. What is um, a quote from your book that you would say to a child to encourage them or a quote from your book that you would you feel would be appropriate to a small child for them to develop their own. um, I don't want to use the word sovereignty. I'm not going to lie. I hate that word, but um, to empower them. Um, Probably. um,
2: I'll do two quotes real quick. Uh, You will never change your life until you change what you do daily. Uh, And that's by, you know, John C. Maxwell. Uh, Many people know him. Very successful guy, entrepreneur. But, yeah, it's 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 in it's in your daily habits that that you're going to find those moments of peace, clarity and confidence uh, that you can accomplish something in your life. Maybe you go home and practice 10 front kicks, you know, or you're stretching in front of your favorite TV show or you meditate. You take that time to uh, you know, focus on a craft or a hobby that you want. You know Maybe you only have an hour to, to focus on that, to focus on that, on that craft. But noticing those small daily habits is very, very important. And uh, another thing that I've told my students, uh, that's a long time quote that I've used, not from me. I don't even know who it's from, but it was told, told by, by one of my masters at the time. Guru Billy Brown, super awesome martial artist. If you don't know him, look him up. Amazing guy. He told me um, martial arts is about preserving life and never to take a life. You are you are preserving people's lives through the martial arts. Not only just other people, but yourself. You're taking the responsibility of of owning up to your own health, your own mental state, your own your entire life. So that's kind of, I know you asked for one, but there's a lot of things I've I've told my students over the years. And, and that's one of my favorite ones, really. I know it's not in my book, but I still feel it's very important. You know, know, Martial arts is is, is about preserving life and never to take a life. That's such an important, important thing to realize because people, they think about the martial arts. They think about, Oh, it's just punching and kicking, right? It's just about beating people up or these moves are awesome. I'm going to go use it right now. And, and I've I've seen that I've seen that in adults and kids, oh. but it's it's just it's 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 not about that. It's it's a, it's about preserving your own well being and the people around you mentally and physically.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that's a really good one because of the fact that, um, you know, a, as a as a soldier, there there was a lot of times where even myself, and, and there was an old book or excuse me, an old movie. I really wish I could remember it off the top of my head. It was Sergeant something. I cannot remember what it was, Um, but it was, it had um, Jimmy Stewart in it as a soldier who was one that didn't like to take life, but it was when it came to the point of them saying, you have to take someone else's life that he had a real problem with it. You know, he was very, you know, very, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say it. he was a believer. He was a real believer and he didn't want to do it. But it wasn't until he started reading a, a, a scripture that he finally realized that soldiers are there to take life only when they need to protect others.
2: Yep. Very
0: and that was something that I always had an issue with until I saw that. And I realized, oh, my gosh, that's exactly why. I Mm -hmm. did what I did. And the same thing with all my brothers and sisters in arms is because we understood, we knew that if we did not do what we had to do Mm -hmm. at some point in time, either the people around us, Mm -hmm. wherever we're located at, would be harmed by those that were doing evil or ourselves or our brothers and sisters next to us would take harm. So Mm -hmm. it was one of those, it's one of those slippery slopes, but it is understandable that it is there to protect. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, some people take it to a different thing. Right. Exactly. And so this, this brings me into another idea of when we were growing up, you know, you saw all these inspirational posters all over the place. You would Mm -hmm. see them in schools, libraries and businesses and things like that and you know after a while it, they went away yeah. and they were all of a sudden now they were started to be that's true they are coming back but they were be using them as memes instead of inspiring they were just had, there to make you laugh
2: yeah had a little bit less impact
0: it, it, yeah they absolutely did but then all of a sudden you know covid hits 2 years after the wildfire of just social media inspirations all over the place, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, all the big ones, Facebook and stuff like that. And when I'm looking at that, I'm thinking it's like, is this something that's going to actually just be another trend or is it just something that's just going to be coming? Is it going to stick around? Do you think that it's going to be a trend or is it, you know, going to be just something that will continue to stay more because people are now dealing more with mental health and stuff like that?
2: I think that's so that's that's I take that as based on the individual, you know, that's based on me. That's based on you. That's based on the people around you. It's based on who you talk to about this kind of stuff. And, you know, it, and people always say, you know, you know, one person can only do so many things, but it takes one person to make a real difference. And, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I think so many people during during the quarantine were just like. I got all this time. What am I going to do? And so many people discovered, you know, I know people that became DJs that became bartenders that became discovered certain, you know, artists. They they just discovered so many different things about themselves. Uh, I knew three people, I knew three or four people that that published their own book during the quarantine. Cause they, they, you know, those are the people that just, they, they saw so much, so much chaos going on. They're like, there's gotta be order somewhere, man. Someone's gotta be doing something to help somebody like, this is crazy. You know, and that was kind of my mindset, too. You know, it was something has to go right. Something you have to keep on the positive notes in the darkest times. And that's why I feel it became a trend with so many people. It was just like, no, man, like, you know, we can't just falter just because the world seems like it's going to end. You know, that's just, you know, it's 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 human nature to want to improve and make things better again you know that's, that's that's how we discover innovation science whatever you know with new technology you know we try to make things better and we do our best and i feel like the people that were were posting all those positive things that was kind of their mindset behind that kind of trying to be the uh, the light in the chaos there and uh, i feel like it definitely jump started some people and in, in starting a lot more uh, positive ways of living and it's just not who we are as people, I, I, I believe. I, I, I believe innately, you know, people all have greatness in them and, and want to be kind and they, they want to help people. It's, it's just it's human nature. I really believe that. And so, uh, will, will it, will it die out in a few years? Will it be a trend? Well, there's, there's no way of knowing that, uh, unless, you know, uh, you yourself keep taking action and being a better person. Just, just, it starts with one person.
0: But the yeah. reason why I said that was because your book basically is an inspirational story, it's mm-hmm. just in different forms because mm-hmm. you have it, you have it broken up in three different sections yep. that will make a difference in all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the, the other reason why I brought that up was because of the fact that with you, it is a legacy. It's not a trend. It's mm-hmm. a legacy. And yeah. that's why personally, you know, I think that it may die out on the mainstream a little bit, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's never going to wait because yeah. just like you said before, you're going off of, you're being inspired by you know, Sacra, or
1: Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> oh, I
0: don't say Sacrates. say Socrates. Socrates. Uh, Socrates. <laughs> Socrates.
1: Yeah. His but friends yeah. called
0: him sack. Um, sure. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that yes, it may look like that on, on the mainstream, but I don't think it'll ever go away. And that's what I'm looking at your book. And I'm saying yeah. the more people that see it and they hear about it, the more that it's not going to be because mm-hmm. this is exactly what it does. This is how it impacts your life. Yeah. So my last question to you before Marcella gets, gets into this uh, with hers is what are you wanting people to walk away from with this or uh, hope that they change in their
2: life with this? Their way of thinking. Um, I want them to and not entirely. I want them to build upon how they already are, but better. Um, I mean, I write on the back of the, the book, you know, I'm not naive enough to think that the words in this book hold the secret to life or anything foolish like that. I just hope this book does hold enough life in it to help breathe life into anyone that reads it. And what I mean by that is, is, is as long as my book helps one person make a positive change. You know, people always talk about, you know, when was it that you realized you need to do this or think this way, blah, blah, blah. Maybe my book is that cornerstone for someone's life. Maybe it isn't. But. At least they can use it as something, you know, a building block, you know, incremental improvement. I'm a big believer in that, you know, brick by brick by brick, you improve yourself. And I just hope this is just one of those bricks. They, they stack on top to become a better person and just happier and, and realize that to take time for yourself to improve yourself so you can improve the lives of others. So many people are so busy with their own lives that some people don't take the time to, to appreciate what they have and really approve upon what they want. And um, I just want people to, you know, be happier and, 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 and impact their lives in a way that when they can look back on life, they can be like, wow, you know, that was a really good life. And this book taught me this. And I'm glad I read that book. It taught me this really important life lesson you know, that's, that's all it is. I just want people to walk away with a better sense of themselves, better sense of, of that they can go back into their lives after reading this and be like, I'm a little bit more confident today. I'm a little bit more happy today. I'm a little bit more at peace today. You know, just, just a little bit at a time. And for those of you that don't know, this book isn't meant to be read. uh, I know I don't exactly explain it in the book, but this book is not meant to be read in one sitting. It's meant to be read, you do about a quote a day or a quote two a day. You read a quote, you write about it just for five, ten minutes. That's it. And then the next day or the, a day after, you read another quote. Or maybe, hey, I want to focus on my personal growth. Flip to that section, I'll read and write about a quote today, you know, if I'm feeling, you know, a certain way. So it's meant to be done slowly over time to improve yourself with these quotes, which is why I organized it the way I got I, I did um, just like in martial arts. You're not going to go from white belt all the way to black belt in a week. Right. You know, wish I was that good, but I'm not. And I took that principle and I kind of applied it in this book as well. It's you're not going to become a better person tomorrow. It's a quote a day. It's, it's, it's a, it's a one step at a time kind of thing. So that's how, that's how I believe people, you know, that's how I wrote this book and, meant it to be read and used so just walk away with a happier sense of self and do it day by day
0: that's awesome because you know i I really believe that's true too because when i was reading it i was like this sounds this looks and reads like it's something that i shouldn't Mm -hmm. be reading if i if i got the book and it was like okay i'm not going to read this just all today or all tomorrow or something like that it is Mm -hmm. okay this is hitting my life right now this is what i need to concentrate on right now yeah comparative to everything else because it's it's not going to be as impactful Mm -hmm. and that's i'm glad you said all that because it really does make a difference in the reader's mind when they hear that so All right, we've gotten to the time where Marcella has her her last thoughts on this I and have when a her question questions
1: before when you cut me off, Mac. I'm but sorry. the moment is past, so I'm gonna ask yeah. another one before I ask my two questions, exactly, what is next for you? Are you writing again what's going on? Um, what's happening with you?
2: Oh, man, uh, I'm glad you asked that. it's uh. I've only told maybe a few a few friends of mine um, I haven't posted about it or anything like that still just kind of t- talking about it I knew once I finished my first book that I was like you can read it and there are some things in it that are great and there are some things that could be you know improved upon uh, the pacing is one of them there's a couple spelling errors and stuff like that and you know sometimes some paragraphs are run on sentences like crazy and you know, it's my first book, and and I feel like I from this book, there's a lot to grow upon. There's a lot to improve upon, right? You know, the message is there, but it, it can be way better. Um, so me, me and my uh, my sister uh, are writing a in in the works of writing a second book. Um, we don't know what what we're gonna really call it. We came up with a name uh, like a few weeks ago. We called it Lock and Key. We don't really know why we called it that. But it's just a name we've been throwing around because, you know, it takes a, a lot of keys in life to unlock something and unlock something. You can always open something or lock something away. And it's it's up to you what you want to unlock or, or, or lock away in life. That can have a profound impact on whatever you choose to do that with. But the premise of the book is it's a bunch of short stories. Some of them are happy. Some of them are super dark. Some of them are like, wow, that's that's messed up and others are are, 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 very, you know, uprising and life is like that. You're going to have crap days. You're going to have days that make, that make you want to hate the world. And You're going to have days that, that make you want to love everyone. And so those short stories that me and my sister have been writing, coming up with are like that. And, uh, we're, we're in the midst of, of, of writing that coming up with ideas. She's calling me a few times a week and we're, We're uh, just bouncing ideas off of each other, short stories, you know, with animals, Native American, you know, the whole taking different moments in time and talking about them from different perspectives, you know, world wars, you know, just just whatever piece of information throughout time that we can take and make our own stories about it. So I'm I'm very excited for that. That that, that may come out in the next year or two, but that's that's where I'm thinking.
1: That's, that's great. I like the family dynamic there. um So, this is the point where I ask two specific questions. And, like Max said, I restructure them every week for the person. So, I'm hoping you get the reference. Not everyone does. Uh, yeah. So, Max is, is, yeah. We have <laughs> people who just don't know what this means. What is your writing kryptonite?
2: Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost sad to hear you say that some people don't get that.
1: <laughs>
2: Superman's been around since like the thirties, you know, forties, you know? Um, so what's, what's my biggest kryptonite in writing?
1: Yeah, you're writing kryptonite.
2: Oh man. Um, getting started. Just getting, getting started. And getting those ideas out on the page. Once I start, once I get that, I prime my brain, whether, whether I go work out or I watch something to relax or I drink my favorite cup of coffee or take a walk, you know, the hardest thing is starting. Um, but once you start, once you find your inspiration, just go with it, you know, and, and don't let anything stop you um, from keeping on being inspired. Uh, that's that's probably my, my my biggest thing. That and run on sentences. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know I know they're in there, and I see them when I look back. And I'm like, why don't I even don't, write?
1: Don't worry when I when I read them, I'll be texting you. <laughs> please, please, you need to edit this book. <laughs> this um, is why I
0: don't send any of my stuff to her because she's my biggest critic.
1: Yeah, I'm everybody's biggest critic, but oh, it's done yeah. out of love. It's done out of love. Yeah, so my my last question is. And you kind of answered before, but I want to know, do you have a favorite quote, not person, not author, not person in history, is there a favorite quote that gets you through writing or your day or life in general?
2: May your heart be wide enough to hold the hearts of others. Yeah, I like that one a lot. And, um you know, I think that, that, I believe that's in the, I believe that's in the book. Yeah. May, yeah. May, may your heart be, be wide enough to be able to hold the hearts of others. And that takes a lot of kindness. It takes a lot of, a lot of, a lot of just pouring yourself into other people, be interested in other people's interests. Right. Yep. Um, that's my favorite quote is, is, is definitely, definitely that one, you know, cause you don't, I heard this on like a, on like a Dateline, or it was on some news channel years ago about this story with this, with this guy that befriended a grandmother that was 65, 75 and they became best friends. Um, and then she died of course, a couple years later, he was devastated, you know, and he told people like, what was that like being a frame with someone like that? And, uh, he said, you know, you don't start living your life until you start helping other people. And, um, so that's again, that's uh that's another one. Um and I I I get so inspired in talking about this, you know, and helping people, yeah. And that's I think that's that's very it's so true.
0: And and here's the thing about that, it's like you're living that quote because you're teaching others how to defend themselves and mm-hmm. to help to so, defend others around them. Yeah. So you're you're doing exactly what your book was entailed mm-hmm. to do was that yeah, you are yourself living your own quote
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I think it's really great you know what thank you zachary for being on the show today mm-hmm. you know we we loved your book quotes by people wiser than me or at least i did um <laughs> she'll read it later i know she will and yeah. she'll get inspired from all those i know for sure mm-hmm. um but zach the floor is yours Please tell everyone where they can find you online, any special events that you're participating in or anything you would just like to close the show out with. Uh, I'll
2: definitely be doing a lot of book fairs in Houston. So keep an eye out for that. I definitely want to start, you know, doing charity events um, uh, as well. Uh, So any kind of book fairs around town, I'll I'll, I'll definitely be a part of helping people out. I, I do little things where if I'm at a book fair, I bring a bunch of boards. And if you buy a book from me, I break a board, so you get to see me kind of, kind of do my my thing uh, as a little, as a little extra incentive there. Um, but uh, no, I um, you can follow, you can uh, email me anytime. Uh, Austin's Unique Performance at gmail.com. Again, that's Austin's Unique Performance um, at gmail.com. You can email me about you know anything you'd like, you know what you're going through or you have any questions about, you know, life or relationships or family or problems, you know, I'd love to start reaching out to people and and uh, just hear, hear hearing from the community. You can also follow me on Austin's unique performance on Facebook and uh, you, on my Instagram. You can uh, it's a uh, wiser underscore then underscore me follow me. I post quotes. I do daily meditations on there. You know, I sometimes go live on that and do daily meditations or I do, I do meditations every Sunday, to help people out with their mental health. And, um, that's where you can find me. Please reach out. Uh, I'm always willing to help, uh, anyone else out that, uh, you know, wants to improve their lives or impact their lives in a positive way.
0: Awesome. Thank you again for being on the show, Zachary. I appreciate it. Marcella, what do you think? I'm always here to to hear your words of wisdom from this.
1: Words of wisdom, thank you. Um, I think uh, Zachary has something going on there, something good. I'm looking forward to the next book because he said short stories, and you know me, I'm all about the short stories. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite yeah. thing. Um, so I I'm looking forward to reading the book. You know me, I'm just just backlogged with all, everything I'm reading. But, She's got a
0: lot of books that she still has to read. You've got uh, to see I the mean, piles,
1: the piles oh. <laughs> in my bedroom. I I was facetiming with someone last night and I said, "Oh, look." And and they said, "How many books do you have there?" A lot. A lot. And it's just because I love to read, but this is one because I mentioned before Charles Honnell and the part of the reason I did is because Charles Honnell has been very impactful in my life and I feel like Austin may be a much younger version and more updated version of Charles Hummel. So, um, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to getting a hold of it and having it in my hand. You know how I like to smell. I'm a bibliophile. I like. This. <laughs> I I wanna I wanna be able to show people and say you know I I know this guy. So,
0: you know, sometimes I really think that she's just starting her own library, um, because that is definitely one of the things, and, and I'm starting to do the same thing too. Uh, you know, and it's always fun to do that, too, to have something physical there. I like having the digital ones, too, but physical ones are definitely something to have because what happens when the electricity goes out? I mean, come on. Plus, it, it feels better when you're just laying down, you're reading a book and you're just relaxed and having fun. Anyways, so thank you again, Zachary, for being on the show. We appreciate it. To everyone else out there, thank you for listening to us and, you know, get inspired yourself to do exactly what Zachary did and it's something that we really all should be doing anyways so until next time folks like I always say keep writing keep inspiring and keep sharing as you
1: go beyond the pain